Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Thursday the 6th of August in the news today. Warriors may be based out of Oz next year as well. The Breakers may also um, be based out of Oz. Um, uh, Independent review uh, has been uh, announced for gymnastics in New Zealand. Um, We find out why there there is no final series in Super Rugby. Um, we've had news from day one of England versus Pakistan. Um, the Six Nations results have been released. We've got um, news from uh, New Bowls in New Zealand about their national squads, um, updates about uh, from the America's Cup about whether teams can borrow boats. Uh, and uh, yes, and also news from the A-League as well. So lots and lots of uh, news to cram in this morning. Um, and let's kick off with that um, football and news then. Uh, and last uh, last night, the Wellington Phoenix played out a one-all draw with Biz- Brisbane Raw. Um, that's uh, their second-to-last goal, the penultimate game in the regular season. They have one more game on Thursday, no, a week today, um, against the Newcastle Jets. Uh, this leaves them um, third in the table, two points behind Melbourne City, who also have a game in hand um, and only two points ahead of Brisbane Raw um, in third. Now, making their top two um, is such a key thing when it comes to the A-League finals series as you get a bye from the first round. Uh, And coming into the post-COVID season, um, the Wellington Phoenix had it within their own hands to um, finish second, but they just haven't been able to pull results together. With the draw last night, um, they also um, drew uh, against um, Adelaide United and lost that game um, to the Western Sydney Wanderers. Um, and so, yeah, the results really have not been great over the last three games, which has seen them slip out of contention for that second slot, but they will still make um, the final series. It just means their path to win the tournament is so much harder now. Moving over to the cricket. Um, and in a rain-reduced day, 
Um, Pakistan made it to 139.42 um, with Baba on uh, uh, on 69 and Masood on 46 not out in both uh, at the end of play. Do join swinging from the hip tonight at 8 p.m. Um, where they will uh, we have got on a um, expert on Pakistan cricket who will uh, help us um, help the boys go through and dissect all of the news from the test series there. I'm going to now hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through our birthdays. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand Sport Radio and Birthdays. This morning, one of the best line-out jumpers in international rugby, but that was before lifting a former women's black firm international player of the year and a, a former... New Zealand Black Cap, who was the king of swing. And that's where we start this morning. Simon Dool, born this day, the 6th of August, 1969, is a New Zealand radio personality, personality commentator and former international cricketer. He was a right-arm medium pace bowler who was capable of swing bowling away from the right-hander. Dool was plagued by injuries as a result of which his international career was cut short. Playing for the New Zealand cricket team, he figured in just 32 tests and 42 ODIs, taking 98 and 36 wickets, respectively. Dool's finest hour arrived when he took 7 for 65 against India in the Boxing Day Test in Wellington, 1998. Moving right along, Kayla McAllister, born this day the 6th of August 1988, is a New Zealand netball and rugby sevens player. She has previously played for the Northern Mystics in 2011 and was a training partner in 2012 and currently plays for the New Zealand Women's Rugby Sevens team. She hasn't for a while. In 2013, McAllister was named the World Rugby Women's Player of the Year of Māori descent. McAllister affiliates to the Te Atiawa Iwi. She is the sister of a former All Black Luke McAllister. She's also the daughter of coach Charlie McAllister. And finally this day, Peter John Whiting, born this day, the 6th of August 1946, is a former New Zealand rugby union player. A lock Whiting represented Auckland at provincial level and was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, through 71 to 76, and was known as a superb line-out expert. He played 56 matches for the All Blacks, including 20 internationals. Seems like a very short career for uh, Peter Whiting, the man that they called Paul Whiting, but... Paul, he was pretty much the real out-and-out line-out experts who could basically hit a, a great vertical jump straight off the ground. So anyway, for what it's worth, happy birthday to all our recipients this morning. And I hope they all have a wonderful day and a really nice birthday cake. Moving on then to um, rugby and the Six Nations um, has confirmed the uh, dates for um, their upcoming games. Uh, now, if you uh, want to get up to date on all of that, we discussed that on the Driving Mall show on a Monday evening of this week. So uh, you can go back and listen to that recording um, on uh, Acast, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio as a podcast. You want to listen to it on the go, or you can go back and uh, watch the recording on our Facebook page. But we go through that uh, and uh, talk about all the games to finish off the Six Nations from this year and the games that involve Japan and Fiji in the new tournament that they're hosting in the uh, end of year internationals. 
Um, over in Australia, and Phil Kearns um, has been hired um, to uh, lead the Aussie bid for the 2027 Rugby World Cup um, bid. Uh, so, uh, yes, he is going to be the um, executive director uh, of the bid team. Uh, and uh, this is a team that has already been mentioned and is a, a strong team that uh, has representatives from Andrew Forrester's group, from um, uh, Qantas, uh, also plus ex-Wallabies as well. So most of the stakeholders um, have been included um, and also some from Salt Fox, I believe, have already been included. Um, rather interesting then that uh, Phil Kearns, who has tried to become the CEO of um, uh, of Rugby Australia uh, on the last two occasions and both times failed, um, has been selected to lead this. Uh, so, yes, uh, interesting move there by Australia. Um, moving over to uh, Super Rugby uh, and um, Jordy Barrett um, has been locked in to play for the Hurricanes next year. He did have a clause in his contract allowing him to move to another Super Rugby um, franchise. And in the articles I've read, uh, they say one other team was uh, interested. Uh, and if you want to know, that was uh, that team over there, the Blues, because um, there are lots of rumours that Geordie was coming to come and join, coming up to join his brother in Auckland. Um, but it looks like he has decided um, against that and will stay down there um, in Wellington. Also in Super Rugby, um, New Zealand Rugby has come out and explained why there isn't a final series um, for, for Super Rugby Atara, um this year. Um, the Hurricanes um, CEO uh, has uh, explained that he uh, asked um, why there wasn't, uh, why to have one, uh, but New Zealand Rugby explained that uh, they didn't want to squeeze the Might 10 Cup. They wanted to keep that as the full tournament. Um, and in doing so, the, they needed to give the provinces a three-week pre-season um, and uh, with them also wanting to host the North-South game, there just wasn't time to include a final series um, for Super Rugby Atara. Um So uh, it comes down to that, folks. Um, clearly is that they uh, saw the benefits or they, they wanted the North-South game um, to help the uh, All Blacks with uh, preparing for their season. Um, as well as the Mitre 10 Cup. I'm now going to hand you back to Stephen, who's going to take us through our NRL update. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Plenty happening in the league this morning. Canberra Raiders uh, CEO calls for extensions across the board. Warriors may remain in Oz for the 2021 season, and interim coach Todd Payton expresses his disappointment with uh, Blake Green and we'll also look at the opening game of uh, round 13 in the NRL but we uh, start this morning uh, with the uh, Warriors New Zealand Warriors Chief Executive Cameron George has revealed the club may be based in Australia for the 2021 season that's a realistic possibility is growing by the day as COVID pandemic continues to wreak havoc across the Tasman especially with uh, Victoria going into full lockdown on Monday gone, the Warriors have spent all the revamped 2020 campaign in Australia and George concedes they have had open internal discussions over the prospect of next year looking at the same as the club continues to recruit a new head coach. George says the ongoing trans-Tasman border issue is a major factor in any potential candidate's decision to shift to New Zealand. 
I don't know what the next six months look like, George said. I don't even know if this club will be based in Australia next year or back here. These are all the major factors to employing people and major factors for people to consider if they want to work with this club at this point. There are so many balls in the air. We have to take our time and make the appropriate progress in terms of coaching and other appointments, player and staff recruitment. But George rules out any thought the club would consider withdrawing from yet another COVID-infected season. Moving uh, right along, staying with the Warriors, Warriors interim coach Todd Payton has revealed his frustration at the departure of veteran half Blake Green. The club confirmed on Monday their move to cut ties with Green immediately, who subsequently penned a deal with the Newcastle Knights. The move did not come as a huge surprise, as Green was reportedly one of three players told last month to leave the club at the season's end by owner Mark Robinson and Green was told that had he had the club's blessing to leave, he was offered a long-term deal. However, Green's deal with the Knights is only until the end of the 2020 season. And Peyton says he was disappointed with the way it transpired with his frustration directly, mainly at Green, who he says went to the club earlier this year around their plans for their future. A final leg story this morning comes out of the Canberra Raiders and they are calling for exemptions across the competition after former All Blacks SBW expensive return to the competition. Williams rejoined the Sydney Roosters last month, pinning a $150,000 short-term contract. He was playing for Toronto Wolfpack in the UK Super League as part of a two-year deal. We all know what pretty much happened there. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, Williams' move down under comes with plenty of costs due to accommodation and relocation for Williams and his family, who are currently in quarantine in a luxury Sydney apartment as part of the mandatory 14-day isolation period. It creates a hefty bill, which the Roosters are footing, but it will not count against their salary cap courtesy of the NRL. So you can just see why there is a bit of angst amongst a, a few people out there. But uh, we uh, head into what's happening on the field, and it's the start of round 13, and it starts this evening at 9.50pm, where the hosts, the Dragons, take on the Roosters at their home stadium in Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. And uh, round 13, which means we've got that many rounds to go, seven rounds to go. So uh, we're getting towards the end of the end. I'll be back with some more league news tomorrow morning no doubt covering this first game of around 13 tonight paul i'll head back to you have a great day everybody and we'll see you again tomorrow morning that's me exit stage left thank you Stephen. so yes it's the beginning of the end as you say um we're, heading, <laughs> we're nearly at the point yet but we're not quite yet so yes um do enjoy your nrl folks because look as he says it's the beginning of the end um and uh, you never know when we'll get it back again so Folks, do um, yeah, enjoy your NRL while it's here. Moving on then to gymnastics. And um, Gymnastics New Zealand has finally um, agreed, uh, appointed someone to do an independent um, review um, of, uh, of, of the culture and behaviour that's been happening there. Former WADA boss David Howman um, has been um, appointed to lead that review. Uh, it is a, um, uh, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a very... Uh, strong um, candidate or very strong person uh, to take on that. I mean, he has done previously 
um, similar things in other um, sports as well as, as running WADA, which is the World Anti-Doping um, Association. So agency, sorry. Um, so yes, uh, a, a good figure um, to take on um, that role. Uh, Gymnastics New Zealand um, said that they haven't um, uh, that whilst they haven't set up the uh, uh, terms of reference for this review um, here that uh, he will have free reign um, to look in to anything. Um, they say, look, one of the key things is to make sure um, that because a lot of the allegations have been um, around um, culture, um, that they don't lose sight of the facts of, of, of the fact that this, that uh, they need to review and update culture um, by by when they're looking at individual cases um, and uh, drilling into those. But obviously, those individual cases need to be looked at um, as well. Uh, so um, currently, he is not taking information directly to him, but uh, information uh, can get him via the Gymnastics New Zealand's email um, and also via the um, uh, the, the interim complaints mechanism um, that uh, New Zealand Sport um, have set up. So, um, and that is despite the Athletics Federation boss Rob Nicholl um, saying, claiming that um, the ICM was uh, misguided, ineffective, and utterly not fit for purpose. Um, everyone else that uh, has talked out about it has uh, not agreed with that point of view. Um, as that goes to an independent lawyer, and then will be passed on to the um, uh, to to Howman um, for the independent review. Then uh, you've got to say uh, that's probably that uh, is a um, well. A, it does seem like, on the surface at least, a, a good process to get some um, information in. Um, so uh, look, it's look, it's good that uh, New Zealand, uh, the gymnastics New Zealand, have appointed such a strong person to uh, take on this role. Uh, and, um, and let's hope uh, we have a full um, review, and it does cause come to change. Um, there's in another article over on um, stuff as well by um, Zoe George. Uh, Zoe George, sorry. Um, the research there says that uh, um, up to 40% of women um, involved in aesthetic sports, including gymnastics, show eating disorders. Um, and that is obviously a horribly high number um, there uh, and something that does need, and a culture that does need to change, um, certainly. Uh, in that article, which I say you can go over and read on stuff, um, uh, one, an athlete there talks about how at the age of 12, she was being, they were, they were using calipers to measure fat on her body, which, um, yeah, that's not the right behavior for people of, um, for a, a, a sport. Moving over into happier news, the Winter Games um, is pressing ahead on a very different um, schedule uh, than it would normally do. Normally, there'd be um, up to 700 athletes from uh, over 40 countries um, attending the event. Um, but now it is only uh, New Zealand athletes who will be uh, taking a part. Uh, and uh, they've been split in two, three teams. Um, they have, there'll be a 10-day window from the uh, 10th to the uh, 20th um, where they can, um, uh, where they'll be taking what's called the Obistan um, events, which um, there are so seven athletes and uh, two videographers um, per team. Uh, and um, they... Uh, have the uh, um, they they they'll be able to travel around uh, by helicopters and uh, uh, take sh shots of themselves. Other events will be free ride, park jam, a big air mountain shred, and also that videographer one over the uh, ten day window. 
Um, so uh, look out for news and obviously footage of that. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a cracking event um, down there in the South Island. Uh, the New Zealand Breakers um, say, there are, look, there are a number of options on the table um, at the moment as to how their season might go ahead. Um, one option uh, is that it goes ahead as normal, but obviously that would require some sort of travel bubble. Uh, another one would be that they host all of their game, their home games, either consecutively at the beginning or at the end of the season. But again, that would also come down to um, what travel restrictions are in place. Another option is all the New Australian teams relocate to New Zealand. Um, and if there is a hub competition, a hub um, uh, style event like the Sal's NBL, uh, then they are pushing that New Zealand could be the location for that. Um, and finally, the other option is that uh, they go and spend the whole season over in Oz in the same way that the Phoenix or the Warriors have had to do. If that happens, then um, they would probably be placed on the Gold Coast, not Tasmania, um, as has been suggested um, previously. Um, COVID-19 has had a big impact on bowls in New Zealand. Um, normally, uh, they would have a uh, international um, squad of uh, over 40 athletes, um, but that has been brought down to pretty much half that kind, that number. Um, the So the um, they have... Uh, so. Um, they've uh, got a number of uh, the blacks. They've got the blackjack squad, um, and then also a further six emerging players. Uh, but the selectors are allowed to add to this, if uh, depending on national uh, competitions that, um, uh, the, or, or sorry, performances in national competitions by bowlers. So um, yes, COVID say impacting the um, bowls in New Zealand clearly there. Over in America's Cup action, uh, and um, Stars and Stripes had made a bid to be allowed to borrow a boat um, for uh, the um, uh, for part of the uh, event, for the part of the America's Cup event uh, or events. Um, but um, that has now been turned down. Uh, they're apparently halfway through building um, their boat uh, and we'll have to see whether they will be uh, able to um, finish in time and make the event uh, the, uh, the they're so they're a long way they're much less funded than the other uh, teams and a long way behind uh, so see it's unexpected that they would be competitive um, even if they do make it to be honest over in the nba and as we talk the grizzlies are taking on the jazz and they lead 45 33 Later today, the Thunder will take on the Lakers. That starts at 10 a, sorry, 10.30 a.m. New Zealand time. Um, the Lakers have uh, qualified top in their um, conference uh, and the Thunder. Um, so will they um, relax having got that or will they be pushing on uh, and looking at um, dominating the Thunder? We'll see. Uh, the Thunder um, currently... Um, are sat in uh, the sixth place in the Western Conference. Over in the tour of Poland, um, and there has been a horrific crash on day one, um, where one of the sprinters veered across his line, uh, and which saw one of the riders fly over the fences and hit somebody uh, and, hit, um, and hit an official. So, uh, yes, a horrific crash there. Um, we do hope that they, uh, uh, everyone um, gets uh, recovers um, quickly 
in that one an air ambulance was called um, but uh, there's been no confirmation yet of the conditions of the riders uh, you have now started the day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news um, don't forget you can listen to us on the go um, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes or Acast uh, and uh, folks look and we'd really appreciate it if you do recommend us to your friends and help spread the word um, about the station and help grow the audience. Um, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 